You're listening to The Kelly Track Show. I'm your host, Kelly Track, author, coach, and eternal optimist. Each week, I'll give you lessons to elevate your life, reclaim your personal power, and truly awaken and transform. Your best life starts right now. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to the show. I'm so stoked to have you here today. Quick heads up before we dive in. Next week, in exactly one week from now, if you're listening, on January 12th at 10 a.m. Pacific Standard Time and at 5 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, I have a free live webinar called How to Get Your First or Next Paid Client. So in this webinar, you're going to learn how to shift from struggling to get clients, comparing yourself to other entrepreneurs on Instagram and constantly worrying, oh my gosh, am I doing this right? To confidently knowing how to attract ideal clients and book them. So in this live training, you're going to discover these need to know tips. Number one, how to create an offer that attracts ideal clients like a moth to a flame. So I want to teach you and explain what makes an offer fly off the shelf versus collect virtual dust on a Squarespace sales page. Scoring your first paid client is all about having a rock solid offer. So come learn how to make one in this training. Plus when clients ask and when people are interested in your thing and when they reach out to you, you can say without skipping a beat, what transformation you're providing, what exactly you're offering and what you're doing. The second thing you're going to learn is my three time tested tips for finding your first paid client. If you've already got your first one, we can talk about your next paid client because when my students book their first paid client, it's usually a thousand dollar one. So I want to teach you how to get that initial first yes from somebody who's ready to work with you and hand over their credit card. All so that you can finally start helping people like your soul has been calling you to do. And the third thing you're going to walk away knowing how to do after this training is you're going to learn how to have the confidence to sell and the courage to put yourself out there. So never feel weird or gross or avoidant about sales again. In this training, you'll know how to sell with confidence, pitch with ease, and sell without the sleaze. Plus, you'll know ways to keep sales fun and fresh without saying like, here's my program for the zillionth time. So if this stuff sounds good to you and you want to come, you can go to kellytrack.com slash first client webinar. There's no dashes or anything. It's just kellytrack.com slash first client webinar. It's totally free. And most importantly, it's live. So you want to come for one of the time slots. I'd love to have you there. There's Q and a at the end. So bring your questions. Um, and this is an absolute must attend. If you feel lost, confused, and overwhelmed with the idea of starting a business, and you just want to have a really crystal clear offering that attracts ideal clients and you want your first client to buy it. Plus, if you've been trying to build a business for a while, but you're not really getting any traction that truly inspires you, I want to teach you how to really become the go-to person in your niche and become a magnet for clients that want to work with you. And plus, if you've been busy, you know, scrolling Instagram and always feeling like, how do all these people get clients and make money? I want to show you in this training really how to create some certainty around selling and marketing so that you can really make that impact that you've been meaning to make. So if that resonates with you, come sign up at kellytrack.com slash first client webinar. That's kellytrack.com slash first client webinar. I've only got 150 seats. It's totally free and it's live and there's Q&A at the end. So come join. I'd absolutely love to have you there. Plus, at the end of this training, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about one of my latest creations, which is called The Mentorship, uh, which is my ongoing subscription style business coaching program for folks who want to get their business off the ground or for those of you who are earning less than $3,000 per month consistently in your business and you want to take it to the next level with the exact training, support, accountability, mentorship, and coaching from me. Uh, it's subscription style, so it's only $47 per month, which is super sweet. And the doors are opening really shortly. So it's only open a couple times a year and it's opening this January. So if you're interested in it, definitely come to the webinar as well. Plus in today's episode, I'm going to be sharing with you one of our Q and a calls from the mentorship. So every single month in the mentorship, I do a Q and a coaching call where my members write in questions and I answer them. And then my members watch live and we chat about it and we work on stuff together. So I want to share with you one of those episodes here or not episodes calls. This is an episode. <laughs> I want to share with you one of those calls in this episode with you here today. That's the exact words I'm looking for. So I am going to just dive into that right away and you can kind of see what it's like to be a member in the mentorship. And if it calls and speaks to you, come to the free webinar, sign up and check it out. All right, my friends, we are live. Let me know in the chat if you can see me and hear me. Uh, it zoomed in on my face today. <laughs> I don't know 
why I did that. So I just changed uh, my Google Chrome browser. I did an update. So I wonder if that has to do with that. I mean, I'll just sit further back so it looks more normal versus like this. Um, anyways, we're going to get diving in here right, right away for Q&A. So I'll wait for several of you guys to hop on and join. I want to go through some of the amazing weekly wins that have been posted here in the group and celebrate your success because there's been some really great wins. And then we're going to get right to it and hit the Q&A. So let me know who's here. Javeria, hello, Javeria. Thanks so much for watching live. I'm also going to post a link here in the chat. If anybody wants to submit any questions, we had three that were sent in in advance. So um, I'm going to stick the link here in case anybody else has any other questions as they come up. Let me. Okay, hold on. Copy paste is not working today. Let me try again. <laughs> Here we go. Um, so as more people join, just if anybody has any questions, feel free to stick them through the link there. Um, I want to give some great shout outs. So Christy says, I recorded my first ever interview for my podcast today with a podcast I love and listen to often. So excited to share it with my listeners. That's amazing, Christy. That's such an exciting feeling. Huge congrats for getting somebody that you really admire on your show. It's so fun to interview somebody that you really like. That's like a big deal. So kudos to you. That's really great. Tammy says, woot woot, first draft of website copy done. What a relief. Great work, Tammy. This is a big deal because I know website copy takes forever and I know you've been working really hard on this. So I'm so proud of you. Way to go. Huge congrats on having your first draft done. That's so good because now that you have something to work with, you can just tweak and it's like pretty much ready to go. So really good job. We have another awesome weekly win from two weeks ago. Carrie says, I had a friend reach out interested in coaching, having a consult call with her tomorrow, which is really great. That's so good. Good for you, Carrie, because when people come like to you or like reach out to you in any way, shape or form, and they like ask you, it's always such a good little golden nugget because it feels like you're not always going out and trying to get stuff. So huge congrats. That's awesome. She says, also, I had somebody sign up for my budget revamp um, and the automated process totally worked. She said it was really quick and easy. I set it up as a digital product as Kelly's guidance in your conscious empire. Thanks, Kelly. Um, I received the payment. She scheduled the call and downloaded the pre-session worksheet. Amazing, Carrie. Good job. This is really awesome. Um, that's great. I'm so stoked as well that you booked that budget revamp. Um, I feel like you're booking several of those, which is really good. So good work, very exciting. So those were some great weekly wins I wanted to share and shout out in the group. We have another person watching. Let me know who's here live. Let me know in the chat so I can give you a shout out. Um, and most importantly, let me know if you can see me and hear me. That's really key before we go anywhere else. I feel like our the screen today is a little bit blurry, but it might just be um, Facebook Live. Let me know if it's blurry or funny on your end or if it's just me and what I see. Um, so let me know. Most importantly, let me know if you can see me and hear me and whoever else is watching live, put your name in the chat so I can give you a shout out. So I'm going to wait to make sure that you guys can see me and hear me before I go through and do the Q&A. So I'll just wait for the first reply to come in. And there's, um, as always, there's like about a two minute delay <laughs> between when I ask and when I see your messages in the chat. Oh, Michaela, Mika. Hey, Mika. How are you? Um, hear you. Okay, great. We're going to get right into Q&A. Enough uh, waiting around. So, um, do, 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 do. we have the first question from Suzanne. She says, I am normally a service business. She does photography. Um, but now I made these cute social justice necklaces. How do you even go about selling product? Etsy's, stores, online, where you get customers? This is a great question. I've seen your really cute necklaces uh, on Facebook, Suzanne. They are super cute. Um, I am totally not the uh, person to ask on e-commerce. I would say you should message um, Christy in the group here. Um, her, her Facebook handle is Christy Ainsley. Um, she runs Encircled, which is an e-commerce company, and she does coaching around e-commerce. And I feel like if you asked her here in the group, she would give you a really good answer. So I would say utilize the group and ask Christy, you know, I'm, I don't, I've never, yeah, I've never sold anything physical, but I think my two cents. And if, I mean, I, I also, I'm coming from zero experience. So take it with a grain of salt. I would say Etsy is good. It depends. Like if you're just wanting to sell a couple here and there, um, just to, having a little bit that you're 
enjoying working on and selling. I think Etsy is a great platform. It's built in. I was looking at stuff actually last night laying in bed. I was looking at like stocking stuffers and cute little gift ideas. It's great because you are one of the things that's great about those kinds of platforms. Although those people are taking a, a cut, like Etsy's taking a cut on your sale, right? Taking a portion you are in the database. So this is something I recommend when possible. It's kind of like, um, using the power of leverage. Obviously, if, if this got really successful down the road, you'd probably want to move to e-commerce and stuff, but it's always easier when you start to go with the flow of where the people and the eyeballs are. So here's an example. I had a private client, um, a couple months ago in the summer, she is um, a musician and, uh, we were working on building out her, her packages around doing, um, like composing work for movies and TV and film who want to hire her if they want to make like a soundtrack for their movie, like, or a custom theme song. Um, and she has her own music that she creates. And I was saying, you know, you really got to get this on like Spotify, right? Cause if people are already there, it's like, if the elephants are already drinking water at the pool of water, it's a lot easier to get the attention of the elephants. So wherever you can going where the people are automatically boosts you up. Right? So always think about that in terms of leverage, because it's like the same thing. I'm writing a piece about this in my book somewhere, but like, you know, even if you're posting a, articles on your blog, well, what if you take those articles as well and you post them on other sites too, or try to get on like Huffington Post or, uh, you know, submitting them to, th to Thrive Global um, or other places where you can get, you know, extra eyeballs and just like extra attention. It's like, if you're gonna do the work anyways, stick it where the people already are and it just helps you get more traction. Um, it's getting, the lighting's getting a little bit funny in here. It's getting really dark. <laughs> um, I feel like it's, it's, I need to get a better lighting situation, but anyways, um, uh, yes, that'd be my, my best advice for you, Suzanne is probably trying Etsy and that's coming from zero experience. So take it with a grain of salt. Definitely ask Christy in the group. I think she'd have a really good opinion for you. Um, and yeah, I'm trying to think if anybody else has any ideas, Mika or Javeria, let me know in the chat and I'll read them out loud uh, for Suzanne for when she enjoys the replay back. Um, if you have any ideas around selling physical product or any like thoughts or things, um, let me just go back to your question here. Yeah. And you said, where do you get customers? Yeah. Hmm. Customers for like a physical product. My best advice is to go where the people already are. And, you know, if you can get good keywords going, keyword searches, like last night I was on Etsy looking at um, rings or whatever. Like I'm looking at like uh, stacking rings. I love stacking rings. And I was Googling like 10K carrot stacking rings. Um, and, you know, you're, you're looking at people, people that like have, it's like when you're selling something like on Craigslist or Facebook marketplace, there's like sort of keyword stuffing where you can put in different keywords. Like you can put in like ring, dainty ring, stacking ring, cute ring, um, gold ring, a uh, hammered gold ring. Um, those kinds of, those kinds of things where if you're going to be selling these justice necklaces, maybe it's like customized or, you know, just words like that. You want to make sure you're getting the keywords in there because when people are searching for your stuff, for example, on Etsy, then they have a higher probability of finding your thing, right? I do this all the time when I'm selling stuff on Craigslist. Um, and I'll, I'll put in similar search terms, which I don't know if it's allowed, but I, nobody has told me not to. But um, so say for example, I'm selling, um, okay, I was selling an Arcteric, an Arcteric uh, winter coat a, a couple years ago. And I had wrote in like Arcteric winter coat, North Face winter coat, um, Columbia winter coat, puffer coat, like you're using the keywords that people are searching for, because if somebody wants to buy the North face puffer coat, right, there's a good chance they might be interested in the Arcteryx puffer coat, right? So I would say being really strategic with your keywords when you sell things, um, especially digital or physical products, I think is really important and an extra way to get extra eyeballs. Um, Javier says, I hear Shopify is popular. Yeah. I feel like for, if you're going to build your own e-commerce thing, Suzanne, Shopify is popular. I think I'm almost like 99% sure that Christy uses Shopify. I think her website's built on Shopify. Her personal coaching is built on Shopify. She said that once, but I would definitely ask her. Um, Javier says Etsy is good and easy setup. If you don't want to do all the work yourself, Shopify for doing it yourself, but I think it's more work. That's what a lot of people selling products are using. Yeah, I would definitely echo what Javeria says. I feel like what I see people using when they're building their own e-commerce is Shopify, but my best recommendation I think is go for Etsy because it's simple and it's easy and 
you might as well. And you know, you can always play with it. Like you might find that you love this. You might find that you hate it. <laughs> you know, it's like if you have five orders, you might be like, cool, I'm happy to make five orders. If you get a thousand, you might be like, oh my God, that's a lot. Like, I don't know if I want to fulfill all this. So I would say just take it easy, begin small, try Etsy, dip your toe in the water, um, and then see where it goes. See if you enjoy it, see if you like it, and then take it from there. I think that's the smartest approach. But great question, Suzanne. That's a really great question. And your necklaces are super cute. So that's exciting that you want to sell more. Um, Mika's question is, she says, uh, my avatar is intentionally quite broad because of my business is retreat. My business is retreats open to anyone looking for healing too broad question mark. <laughs> I did it again. I always like say the question mark out loud. Um, I had trouble coming up with a hook that didn't sound cheesy slash salesy. Ah, uh, gotcha. Um, do, 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 do. like a hook for your sales pages, Mika. I think that's maybe what you're meaning. I would say, hmm, you want to, you know, sometimes it's hard to niche down and hard to narrow down. And I definitely get that. Um, you definitely want to have like a, somebody at least in mind, you know, generally people who are, if you're in the space of healing retreats, generally the, uh, I'm going to try it. I'm going to turn a light on in here. One second. Oh, there you go. A little bit better. It's somehow it got so dark at 1.11 p.m. in Vancouver today. <laughs> um, uh, I was going to say, people, if you're in the business of healing retreats, um, generally the people that are going to be going to healing retreats are the folks who are probably more conscious and awake and into things like intuition or like ayahuasca. Obviously, you know, there's levels to retreats, but people that are more spiritually minded, conscious, probably like yoga, meditation, um, healthy. It's more that new age demographic. I mean, and I feel like, you know, so many of us are sort of in that circle where we love that, like anything like that, that sort of yoga, spiritual, you know, um, soulful, heart centered, that kind of stuff. So I think you getting niched down on that group would be good. I feel like even if it's just um, clarifying what these retreats are about, whenever you're stuck on your niche, think about the product and who it could truly serve. Is this like a yoga specific retreat? Is it yoga for runners? Is it just, um, is it healing? Is it like physical healing, healing through trauma? Um, rejuvenation, relaxation, people that just need a break from their everyday life and come to your retreat space and just just sort of recharge, rejuvenate, you know, no like spiritual stuff, but just like just really deep relaxation, thinking about who would really benefit. That could help inform your market. She says, yes, I'm going to hold on, open this up here. She says, my avatar is 20 to 60 year old, men and women, lost, bored, tired of the lifestyle, stuck, lonely, uninspired, purposeless, purposeless, and looking for a way to reconnect with themselves, their purpose and nature in a deep way that includes judicial ceremonies. Mika, this is really great. I would say, I would just say, in, because I understand it, there is a big age range and you're targeting, you know, essentially not students and not the elderly, <laughs> you can totally just say, keep it kind of general and be like, you know, this is going to sound cheesy when I say this, but obviously you're going to make the writing good. But like, you know, do you feel lost? Do you feel like bored of your life? Like, do you feel tired, stuck, lonely, uninspired, purposeless? Are you looking for a way to reconnect with yourselves? You know, find your purpose again, get in touch with nature in a deep way. You can use those words. I think those are really great because that is clarity. Um, Age-wise and demographic-wise, I think that's totally fine. You know, you're targeting people that would be able to like financially come on these and be healthy enough to participate in going going away and going for a retreat. But I think you can just niche down on their um, their aspects and, and stuff about them. So sometimes this is something I definitely want to clarify or change in upcoming things. But you know, when we, um, you know, when we think about target market, I think in the past, maybe I have been too specific on like, you have to be targeting, yeah, female executives who are 50 years old, who work in fortune 500 companies, and you're going to teach them how to do 20 minute hit workouts at home, when you could totally be using more identifiers, like, and taking away 
the sort of the demographic piece, especially if it doesn't always fit. If you are like, if that's your market, great. But like, for example, if you're like, if it's like you, Mika, where you are serving people who have like more of identifiers and things that people can describe themselves with, like um, feeling lost, uh, tired, you know, looking to reconnect, likes nature, wants to reconnect with nature, feeling a little bit stuck. Those are really great identifiers too. So don't feel like you have to make it like the 50 year old executive woman in Fortune 500 companies. I think what you have going is really good. Um, Mika says, that's what I mean. It all seems, oh, okay. This is the second half of your question. That's what I mean. It all seems cheesy slash overdone. I was thinking of a hook more like we are not, uh, we are not your standard healing beach retreat sprinkled with a bit of meditation yoga, as well as snorkeling adventures, wine and cheese nights. Um, club dance parties and socializing. Our retreats are a moment to pause and go inward. I love that, Mika. I think that sounds so cute. I think if you had that on a sales page somewhere, that's great because that would speak to me as a reader. I would be like, I mean, I don't want to go for like club parties on the beach. Like I, <laughs> I know what you're trying to talk about there. And you know, I'm not, I don't want to just like, just do a bit of snorkeling. I think I love that moment of moment to pause and go inward. I think that's really great. Sometimes when you are in a saturated market, it's important to say what you are not. If this works, obviously we can't all get all of this copy in our writing, but I saw a really great ad for, I screenshot this. This was a couple years ago. It was Seth Godin has a course called, I think small MBA or something about MBA. I forget what it was, but he, the whole ad was just like, we are not your standard MBA we are like not for the conventional folk. We are not, we are not, we are not. And I was like, oh, this is really good. This is really interesting. Cause I kept saying, oh yeah, that's not me. And oh, I, I don't want that either. And yeah, I'm not looking for that. Which made me think this program is like perfect for me. I didn't buy it, but I thought the ad was really well done. And I, I think it, this would be so applicable for you in your situation, Mika, where you are talking about what you're not because it really showcases what you truly are. Um, and I think that is helpful, especially for the people you know, who are wanting the moment to pause and are like, yes, that's me. And as well, it deters the people that are looking for like, you know, the wine and cheese nights and like the snorkeling and like the beach dance parties. And you're like, we don't do this, you know? Uh, I think that's really helpful. Cause I, I know in, sometimes like when I'm doing coaching, I've tried to make an effort on my private coaching pages to be like, I don't do physical products. I don't do, I don't do, don't do MLM businesses. I don't do um, brick and mortar. Like I, I don't know how to help those businesses because I've never had one. Like I only do digital, like, because I, sometimes I used to get people that would apply um, and they'd be like, oh, can you help me with my digital product? Or um, I wanna start an MLM and I just have no experience. So I don't teach on that. Um, so my best, um, I find that works really well is like calling out sometimes what, what we are not just so it's super clear for everybody. And then the people that are really meant for you are like, yeah, that's me. So I think that's really good. I think Mika, um, I think it's really good. I feel like you are being harder on yourself than you need to be. I think what you have is really solid. Um, I, I know what you mean about maybe the, you know, the, are you tired of your lifestyle? Are you stuck? Are you lonely? Does this feel like overdone and overused? You know, I think it's fine because that's what people are coming for on a retreat, right? Sometimes it's like, you know, when people say it's like it's cliche for a reason, um, when you say like a cliche sentence or whatever, I think the same thing kind of applies here because it's like, if I was going to go on a spiritual retreat, like, you know, honestly, I feel like reading this now, you know, in the middle of winter and I'm like tired of writing my book. I'm like, yeah, I am feeling uninspired. Like I am feeling without a purpose. Like I want to reconnect to myself. I want to go in nature. Like, I feel like it's good. Like, I feel like it, it hits home. I feel like a lot of people can resonate with that. And I think that's, that's what people are looking for. Um, something you can do if you want more clarity on your market is to really think about specific people in your life that might, um, or people that you know, who've been on retreats that are aligned with your market, asking them like, what are they looking for? Like, what do they want? Um, I dive a lot into this really in depth about idea validation, uh, inside your conscious empire. But you know, if you can think of some people, or if you know anybody that's been on spiritual retreats, the kind of retreats that you want to run, talk to them, um, and, and learn more about what they're looking for and just writing it in the way that they understand. But I, I think your words are good and I think it's fine. Um, Javeri says, uh, yes, me too. I want to go on this retreat. <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to go on this retreat too. I feel like I could use some like warm heat and some, a moment to pause and go inward. <laughs> I like that. Mika says, what about the other side? Um, starting off the page with our beliefs. Oh, kind of like your values. 
kind of like what you do or should that become later um this is what i have as of now and not sure if i should change it to more of a hook we believe that a new way of life is possible one which embodies learning from the sacred medicines and spirits of mother mother earth i think that sounds good um i think i would say when you have a good sentence you want to use look at the sales page overall and think where does it fill in nicely maybe it's like in a transition maybe it's um maybe it's like when you're talking about like okay this is really cheesy and this is obviously you know a really just broken down piece but it's like do you feel stuck come to our retreat we believe that a new way of life is possible um dot dot dot, dot, dot. at our retreat you're gonna learn and you can just sort of use it as a way to flow through, right? I would use it as a transition somewhere in like a big, bold lettering. Um, kind of what I had um, recommended to Javeria a couple last uh, monthly makeover with her sales pages. There was that really great line we had come up with about, um, I know what it's like to be a therapist and a mother. Um, and like, that's how I can help you. And just sort of weaving that in. It, it, when you have a good statement like that, it's it just it's a nice thing to just sort of weave in where it makes sense. So I would say it doesn't matter where it goes, but just wherever you feel like it fits well in a sales page. I would say at a transition mark might be really nice. Um, because it's a good idea to ask people what they would want to see. Yeah, totally. Especially if you can think of people that uh, would be interested in your kind of retreat or um, even interviewing people that have gone to retreats similar to what you want to set up and asking them what they liked because that can always be good. And always with everything, doing what you want to do too, right? It's not just what other people want, but what you want to create. Like um, I was really considering doing validation calls for my book and I was like, oh, I should interview a bunch of people and like see what they want to know so I can write a book about what they want to know. And then I was like, I just want to write a book about what I want to teach. And I was kind of like, I'm not going to do these calls because <laughs> I just want to teach my stuff and... I can't take everybody's desires into account. So it's kind of a mix of both. Um, but yeah, if you have anybody in your life that you could ask, you might as well in a little easy kind of way. But this is a great question, Mika. And you're doing a really good job. This is, I think it's good and I think it's clear and I think it's it's uh, better than you give yourself credit for. Javeria says, I'm thinking about offering some limited number of single, I'm thinking about offering some limited number of single sessions in November slash December. What do you think of that idea? Right now I have two coaching packages, a one month and a three month. Javeria, I think this is a good idea. I like this idea. Um, if you feel like you want to do something smaller, go for it. I usually recommend coaching packages that are defined. I teach like my whole methodology for building up a package uh, in your conscious empire. Um, but if you want to do like a little littler offline, littler offering, I would say go for it. I'm going to be teaching in the new year about, oopsies, that was my microphone cord. I'm going to be teaching in the new year um, a month on how to add more products. And when you're adding things, getting really strategic about where they're going and why. So I would look at it like this, Javeria. Think of it, somebody who's doing a good job of this right now is Carrie, because Carrie's been building out those budget revamps where it's like that session that's like two hours, I believe. It's $197. Um, it's like working on your budget, your finances, getting things in order. And it's just like a two hour call with Carrie. You could do something similar, but you, you know, Carrie's using this sort of as like a kind of like it's like a cheaper offering that's sort of like the get to know you get to see you know Carrie's teaching style and then hopefully people would transfer into like a bigger coaching package right or more time with Carrie so I would use the same thing here for you Javeria use these single sessions uh, as like a quick cash inje in injection into your business as well as I would look at it strategically strategically of how can I get these people sort of in that phase of sort of get to know you, get to like your coaching style, Javeria, enjoy working with you, and then transfer into working in a more long-term capacity with you because those can go really well uh, when you're starting off with like a smaller thing and then moving on to more expensive. Um, this is called the value ladder. The value ladder is from um, Ritz, uh, Russell Brunson who built ClickFunnels, which is a really popular software for funnel building. Um, and he has a great book called .com Secrets. It's linked at kellytrack.com slash tools. It's more complex, kellytrack.com slash tools. If you wanna check it out, this is like a complex, it's more complex. There's like some advanced stuff in there around funnels, but he talks about a value ladder and it's kind of like the steps of a staircase that go up and up and up. I wonder if I have my old picture. Hold on. I drew a picture of this when I was coaching my Conscious Empire students. 
Let me see if I have it. I have a notebook where I keep all my scraps when I write. Oh, I do have it. So it's like a, I'm gonna teach this one month in the mentorship, but I think you can see it. This is a value ladder. So if you look at this, this is my, my value ladder. You generally thinking you start off small with something cheap and you move people over time to your most expensive products. So you, let me get this in the frame. So here I have 27, 197, 297, um, 1,997. I always stumble when I say numbers out loud. <laughs> so I always have to think before I say it. The value ladder, um, if these are, these are actually the prices of my own products. So generally speaking, when people come to my work, they start off with my cheapest offering, which is my business blueprint. Uh, how to launch the like quick start guide to launching a business with one-on-one -on -one services and online courses. It's 27 bucks. Um, when people, there's certain times I offer it on for like 17, after they've taken my quiz, they get a little offer for 17 bucks, but it's my cheapest offering, right? 17 bucks, 27 bucks, uh, if they're not getting it, after the quiz to, to learn how to launch. And it's sort of like intro taster to me and my work. If they really like that, then sometimes they buy a Your Best Life at 197. If they like Your Best Life at 197, sometimes they buy a Your Money Mindset at 297. If they've, now not everybody buys all of the products in the value ladder, but you know, generally speaking, people will buy like some of my cheaper stuff. They like it, they enjoy it. And then they're like, I will come with you for this year's enrollment of your conscious empire and spend, you know, 1,997 and get your conscious empire because they've gotten to know, like, and trust me through my cheaper offerings. So I would think about this for you, Javeria, use your single sessions as your cedar, get to know they, they're, they're, they're it's an opportunity to get to know you, enjoy working with you, check out your, your teaching style, your, your, how you coach, because a lot of the times before people jump to a high-end, more expensive product, they want to start with the cheaper stuff. Um, if you have a one-month package, that's good because that's already leading them into a three-month, but most of the times people don't go straight to three months. Obviously, you're always, you're always going to have people that are going to be all over the place and I've totally just waited and bought people's like high-end stuff and not their cheaper stuff. Um, you're always going to get people like that, but most of the time people are going to go in a more of a... Um, a direction of going up the stairs, right? So think about that. I would say thinking about when you're going to build out these little sessions, I would say go for it, but think of a, think about um, how could I really be planting the seeds for helping them more down the road? Like how could I help them a little bit now, but also give them a little bit more down the road? Um, how could I be really supporting them in a way where I can teach them something, give them a quick win. You, you probably want to think about like quick wins for these little sessions, like Carrie, budget revamp. We're just doing a budget revamp. We're just going to do something simple. And then if they want to come and like work on their finances more or want to work on a savings goal or like a retirement goal, that's like a longer package, right? But budget revamp, oh, we could do that in two hours. You know, I would think about that for you too, Javeria. Like what could you kind of do quickly in the span of one hour or two hours? How long were you thinking about doing these little sessions, Javeria? Probably in that maybe rough timeline. The only other thing that you could do here is like a private intensive, but those are usually longer, like half a day, a full day. Um, those I feel like work really well in a business coaching sense because it's like, you're, you're like doing things or like if this was like a branding kind of deal or we were, uh, maybe it was like a, you know, an intensive, even if it was like an interior design thing where it's like, I'll come over to your house and I'm gonna help you for five hours give you a design ideas, we'll walk through every room. And then you can just go and buy the furniture when I'm done. You know what I mean? It might be a little bit harder in a life coaching session. That's why I like the shorter time frame. Okay, one to two hours. Yeah, I think that's great. I would say, Javeria, think about how can you give them a quick win, something that's doable and accomplishable in two hours, because you still wanna have, um, you know, on the sales page, like a, a transformation that you're gonna provide, right? Like what are they really gonna get out of these two hours? So it's gotta kind of be that quick win, easy to do. Maybe, I mean, I'm just throwing out ideas here. You don't have to use these, but for example, maybe it's like you were talking about setting boundaries, right? Maybe it's a two hour call where you learn how to set boundaries with your family. Um, or maybe it's a call about finding more time for you or, um, yeah, just like something like that, like something that you can do and deliver in two hours. That's a quick win. That's how I would go about it. Did you have any ideas around what you wanted to offer Javeria? Let me know in the comments. Um, I think this is a great idea though. I think you should totally go for it. I always am a big fan of following your intuitive pings. Um, I think, I think it's good. Let me know in the chat. 
Uh, Javarius' question was also the last question. So if anybody ha else has more questions, I'm happy to answer them. I'm here until uh, two o'clock, so 30 more minutes. So feel free to stick any questions you have into the chat. Happy to help. Um, so I, and then I'll just wait for Javeria to write back. But in the meantime, if you have other questions, stick them in the chat. Happy to assist in any way I can. I'm gonna have a sip of water. And Mika, if you have any ideas for Javeria about her one to two hour session, stick it in the chat. Uh, any feedback is good feedback or any ideas is good, any brainstorming or anything. Um, I always I always am happy to hear everybody's ideas. Javeria says, I'm still playing with what I want to offer. I was thinking working one-on-one, -on -one, or I was thinking working on one key event related to inner child healing. Ah, I see, gotcha. Yeah, definitely, yeah, I think you could totally do that. My, my best advice to pass off to you is like really getting specific about what that one thing is. Even if it's just like you said, one key event um, or like one, one thing. You might want to lead with something like, uh, instead of saying something like, do you want to heal your inner child? Thinking about what else they're struggling with and tying it back to inner child. So it's like, do you want to learn how to um, set better boundaries. Obviously, I don't know. I'm not the expert on inner child, but it's like, say for example, you know, uh, that's, that's the thing that they, that they need to know. Um, they, they're coming to you because they want to work on boundaries, but you're going to do it through the, through the transformation of teaching inner child work. This is another thing. People, there's a difference between selling what people are looking for and selling what they need to know. So for example, I talk about this a lot. Uh, in your conscious empire, I always lead with the money making, right? Because it's like build a business. We know, wow, I'm gonna teach you how to build a business that makes consistent 5K and 10K months because that's what people wanna know. How do I make the money? I don't lead with, I'm gonna teach you how to do webinars and email marketing and validation calls because that's like not sexy, right? So it's important sometimes to lead with the sexy thing and then you teach the non-sexy thing, right? But if I said this is a course on webinars and email marketing and uh, validation, it, it just, it's not really what they want. So sometimes you have to write it in a way where you are leading with the things that they really desire. Um, and then you kind of explain how you do it, right? I would say I'm leading always with, I'm teaching you how to do this. I'm showing you the, the outline of what this kind of business looks like. If you're making a, uh, you know, a, a business where you're doing six figures, I'm explaining what that looks like, but through the method of, you know, webinars, you know, uh, validation calls, how do you do, how you get clients, the, the anatomy of a consult call, you know, what is it like to build courses, right? I'm teaching it through those mechanisms. Tiberi says, yes, those were great examples. Boundaries, communication, self-love are some of the things that come up for me. Yeah. Yeah, I think those are all really great. I would definitely say, yeah, one of those would be great to lead with. Boundaries, communication, self-love. Yeah, kind of like self-love power hour or like, you know, communication. Yeah, I, I think those are great. I think you're totally on the right tangent here. Definitely flesh out that idea some more. Um, feel free to always stick anything you have in the chat to get, or not in the chat, the Facebook group to get feedback. Everybody here is always really kind and generous. So if you ever have like ideas or if you're like, hey, this is what I'm thinking, um, stick it in the group. Definitely use the group um, if you want feedback or input. I'm just gonna check the other, the, the uh, place where we have questions. Okay, so Mika put another one in. She says, I'm challenged as well with showcase a transformation since everyone needs something so differently when it comes to healing and I can't guarantee anything. Could this be done with photos? Oh yeah, I like that. Totally, you could totally be using some photos, Mika. You can always, you know, um, always touch on things that are, uh, hold on, let me, I just totally lost my train of thought. I'm trying to find the right words for what I'm trying to say. Oh yes, showcasing the transformation. You can always th use things that are like, by the end of this, you will have, you know, a deeper sense of rejuvenation, um, a better connected feeling to yourself. Things that, you know, it's not gonna be like, you know, totally overhaul your whole life in a week. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like things that are, that are really, um, 
obvious, right? So things like kind of what you said, like deeper connection to nature, um, find more of your sense of purpose or like wording it, wording it in a way where it's like you could walk um, as a result of coming to our retreats, you can walk away with one or more of the following deeper connection to yourself, feeling more at peace and more grounded in the present, feeling, um, going back to your regular life, feeling less rushed, you know, things like that. You don't always, you don't have to, you know, be like, everybody is getting a huge transformational healing and we're all doing like a ton of ayahuasca and everybody's going to figure out where their past lives were and like, <laughs> we're going to have like this whole thing or we're going to heal all our like mommy and daddy issues, you know, just like something, this is something more simple, I think is better. Um, and I totally understand what you say when you say, um, I really can't guarantee any kinds of transformation, transformation or takeaways, but there will be takeaways. Definitely with everything, you can't guarantee anything, right? When I teach all my business coaching stuff, there is a huge thing in the terms and conditions that everybody clicks at checkout that says no guarantees. Like I can't guarantee that anyone will build a business, make any money. Like we can't guarantee anything. Um, so you're always, you do still write, you know, your, your trans, your potential transformations or potential takeaways, right? You can still totally write that. You just have legal terms that get you off the hook of guaranteeing it, right? Um, and making sure your wording is right. I always say things like, I'm going to teach you how to make consistent 5k and 10k months. Like I'm going to show you the path of what this looks like versus by the end of this, you are guaranteed to make six figures. Like it's about, um, making sure you're, you can always showcase, like, I'm going to, we're going to teach you how to work on your inner child. For example, like Javeri would say something like, I'm going to teach you how to work on your inner child, or we're going to work on your inner child, right? Using that kind of language versus like, I'm going to guarantee that your inner child will be like so happy and all inner child problems will be gone. You know what I mean? Like making it sound like what you're doing versus promising the world. That makes sense. Um, um, Mika said, this was, I think, in a comment to Javeria's package. She said, sounds really awesome to me. Something I got from this book, Rework, High Recommendation, launching now. Oh yeah, Rework. That is a really great book. Um, that is a good book. I haven't read that in years, but I re I should read it again because it's good. Um, Mika says as well, I love the idea that it says start at the epicenter as in the stuff you have to do because it resonates most for you. Yeah, so is it like... Um, kind of the takeaways that you would have from a retreat. Is that what you mean by that, Mika? I think that's what you mean. Let me know. I'm not entirely sure. I haven't read that book in years. I think I read that last time in business school. I should read it again because it was really good. Um, and other people have really talked about it lots too. But I remember it being like short and sweet and to the point, which I always really like. I don't like when the books go on for too long. <laughs> but yeah, let me know um, if I'm hitting the nose on the head, Mika. I'm also going to check to see if there's any other questions that came in, not at this moment. I'm going to take a sip of water. Oh, Mika says no for Javeria. Focus on the area she resonates with most. Ah, uh, yes. I agree. I think that's great advice, Mika. I would totally agree. Uh, Javeria, focus on the thing that you like most, especially with your mini session. Go for, um, pick the one that you feel like maybe was most important to your journey. Was it communication? Was it boundaries? Was it self-care? Which one? I mean, I'm, I'm sure all of them were, but if you could pinpoint one, which one do you think that would be? Um, Mika, Mika says, hmm, I love that. So we will provide the space and guidance so that you can work towards the transformation you're looking for. Yeah, I love that. That sounds so good. The way you wrote that is perfect. I think that's that's great because it's like you're not promising anything um, and you're writing it in a way that also I like it because it's centered around, you know, it's the transformation you're looking for, right? I really like that because everybody's coming in with a slightly different thing, right? Maybe somebody's feeling a lot of burnout in their career and wants to think about a new life path, or maybe somebody's just um, feeling really tired and they're coming in with a different takeaway. And I like it because it's it's not like you're going to do my thing and we're going to do this at the retreat. It's like centered around what they are going to get out of, out of it and the transformation that they are looking for. I like that. I think you've worded it in a really great way. And then you can always list a couple of things that are, um, 
outcomes, potential outcomes, or even right, like potential outcomes include, you know, kind of what I had said before, deeper connection to self, clarity on your purpose, um, feeling more grounded, open, expansive, spacious, whatever it feels like the right words to you. But I think it's good. I think that's really good. I'm going to check the document. Okay. No other questions. If you have more questions, Mika, feel free to stick them in the, um, in the thing. I'm happy to answer them. If not, we can always wrap it up early, but I'm happy, happy to answer any questions. So if you have more, just feel free to share them. If not, you can just write in the chat. No more questions. <laughs> I think Javeria hopped off, but that's okay. She has a little one at home. <laughs> I'm just gonna go back to the document. Okay, no new questions just this second. So in terms of like other things um, and just like other sort of coachy advice, coachy advice, that's not even a word, coachy, coaching advice. <laughs> um, something I've been thinking about a lot in my own business in case this is helpful for anybody uh, listening or watching the replay. Um, I've been really trying to really focus on just making sure that I'm writing and creating for for kind of like stuff that I feel proud of making as well as what my target market would want to read, right? So when I write my book, I always think about, you know, for example, like all of you in the mentorship, you know, you are my target market, right? I, I, I feel like I could just sort of, for lack of a better word, just sort of be my authentic self and write and teach like how I would want to teach, right? Sometimes we get in our heads a little bit about, I know for me around this book, I, you know, I think like, oh, well, how might so-and-so random person might perceive this or think of this? Or um, what if they don't find this funny? Or what, um, I think I mentioned before, I was in the last, last, I think it was last month's monthly makeover where I have a section on intuition. And I was trying to write it like, um, for the people that are like maybe religious and don't connect to intuition or maybe think of it as like God's inner voice or something. I'm like, how can I like teach this to people who are, who come from that background or what about people that don't believe in intuition? Like, how can I get them to believe in intuition? And then I was like, <laughs> what, like, that's, don't worry about that kind of stuff, you know? Um, write for your market, speak for the people you want to speak to, reach the people that you want to reach, and don't kind of worry about the rest, you know? Because there's going to be people that don't believe in intuition, and that's fine. I mean, my people and, you know, um, my community and my market, my target market understands and likes intuition and likes using intuition, and it's like always remembering to create for the person that you want to create and making sure that most importantly you're really proud of your creation and what you're building and that you love whether it's your coaching package or Mika year retreat or um you know uh the budget revamp program from Carrie like making sure that you enjoy it right and and not trying to be everything to everybody I think that's always really important and just such a lesson I'm always remembering especially now with my book um, Mika says, I'm excited to prepare something for next week. We are doing, we are working on the FAQ now. When do you have suggestions for when this comes to retreat? Ah, FAQ pay, like all oh, the FAQ section. Hmm. Um, you know, good ones for the FAQ are like, uh, what are your terms and conditions? Um, can I get a refund? What if I can't come? Um, hmm. Can I transfer my ticket to a friend? Um, just other like questions that might come up. A great thing, you know, FAQ, I always recommend to coaching clients and stuff. You can always build on it later or and you sort of use it as well as a good place to handle objections. So things like, um, for example, okay, here's an example. In my private intensives, they are technically short. It's a three-hour coaching call with me, and then the other one's a five-hour coaching call. They are short. And in the past, people are like, oh, well, isn't this too short? Like, don't I need more time with you? And then I write the FAQ, because that was a question I got in the past. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm going to put this on the sales page because people ask me. So in the FAQ, I write it in a sense where it's written in a positive light, and I'm turning that negative objection into something positive. So I say, you know, because I've been doing this for a long time, and this is truly my genius and what I'm really great at, I don't need a lot of time with you. That's the beauty of working with me because 
you bring your issues to me and we can solve them in three hours or five hours. Like I don't need weeks on end with you. I don't need tons of time. You don't need a huge long coaching package. We can just solve it fast because that's what I'm good at. That's what I'm known for. And that's what I like to do. So it's about getting results quickly. Um, so always think about what objections you're going to get and also think about other questions that come up. And it's okay if you only have like three FAQ, um, you can always add more. Um, Maika says, I submitted another question um, s- since there's time. Yes. Okay, let me, hold on. let me get to the thingy. Let me know if that answers your question, Mika, about FAQ. That's a great question. Um, okay, this question from Mika. She says, coaching help statement too broad. Uh, I help people embrace authentic connection. Or sorry, sorry. I help people embrace authentic communication, vulnerability, and healing in their lives and relationships so they can live a purposeful and value-aligned life. I like this. Hold on, I'm going to read this again. I help people embrace authentic communication, vulnerability, and healing in their lives and relationships so they can live a purposeful and values-aligned life. Remind me again what that um, the framework you use is called. Oh, nonviolent communication. You can always use, um, I think this is like a really good like one-liner. You can always add to it too. Like technically I have, you can have sort of have varying degrees of length for your your statements, right? There's like what would fit in an Instagram bio because it's a certain amount of characters versus what you can put on a website page because you can take up more space. So, you know, you can always say like, um, I do this through, you know, using the tools of nonviolent communication. Um, and you can always drill down what does that mean when, when you say a purposeful life or a values-driven life? Um, what would that mean to your, your ideal target market? Like, does that mean... Um, yeah, I, I would just reflect that back to you. Like, what would kind of drilling down on that? What would that really look like to them? Does it? I'm trying to think of an example um, of like how you know maybe it's like feeling more like you can better articulate yourself or feeling more at ease in your life because when you speak, people actually listen and can absorb it versus not understanding it. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm just reading the chat. So this is well, this was the old one about the FAQ. Okay. Uh, she says, for FAQ, we were working on ones like, what will the experience be like? And uh, what will a ceremony be like? Finding it hard to write about this again, so it will be different for all. Just write a general blurb. That's totally fine. You know, you can always say like, every single ceremony is a little bit differently, but generally it goes like A, B, C, D. Because people do want to know what they're getting into before they buy. I mean, I always, um, I always put that on my course sales pages. Like, you know, what's the time investment like? Like, what is it going to look like every single week? And that's usually like, well, you're going to watch a video. The video might be 30 minutes and then you're going to have implementation homework to do. That's maybe an hour. Uh, so about an hour and 30, for example, every single week to finish whatever this course, <laughs> something like that, because people just want to know. They just want to know for, for sake of knowing. Um, and you can always write, you know, um, uh, do, 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 do something like what I had so far, like, you know, every single case is going to be different. Uh, she says, sorry for jumping around. Thank you. Yeah, no worries. The The delay, it, it's because it's there's the Facebook delay, so it's not your fault. Don't worry about it. Um, and she says, the other comment Mika put in was, yes, she says, I kind of want to add in that I have this next. I am a life coach, workshop facilitator with over 10 years of experience in a cross-cultural experiential education and travel with a big passion for practicing and teaching nonviolent communication. Mm-hmm. I think that blurb would be really good on like um, an about page where you go more in depth about yourself, Mika. I think that would be good because that kind of talks more about your your background, your 10 years of experience, um, travel, education, life coach, workshop facilitator. I would I think that's perfect for a um, for an about page. If you're just going for a quick one-liner such se- sentence, we just want to go with like quick and to the point and like fast, just in case this was like only going in Instagram bio. Obviously, on a website you can elaborate. But my, my main thing is always drilling down wherever there's questions around, you know, it's like I help, for example, like unfuf- I think it was Nishi's. Nishi's is really good. I'm just thinking about her example. But it was like, you know, I help burnt out, unfulfilled women listen to their intuition so they can find, for example, more fulfillment in their lives. But like burnt out, unfulfilled women, when you're feeling burnt out, you're like, oh yeah, that's me, you know? Things like that where you're always drilling down so it provides a clear visual in the head of the reader. And she says, and this in- and or this includes workshops and coaching in nonviolent communication online and in person and organizing holistic plant medicine retreats with incredible guides here in Ecuador where I live. 
you know, something you could do, I think all of this uh, would be good for like an about page or even, you know, just like the brief summary. I think you could always do, I'm going to go back to your main question. I would say, okay, I help people embrace authentic communication, vulnerability, and healing in their lives and relationships so that they can live a purposeful and values-aligned life. I think you could niche down more around like, I help, I would go back to like, I help X people do Y so that they can do A, B, C, D, or whatever your version is. Like, um, for example, I say, I help visionary women build soulful digital businesses with one-on-one -on -one services and online courses so that they can earn consistent income of 5K and 10K months. Um, you can kind of jig around the sentences, but I would get in here in this one, se one sentence around, if you want to include like, Actually, I have a question. Is this Mika? Is this the statement just for your coaching, or is this for your retreat? Or yeah, let me know which one that is. You're probably gonna be doing um, some of those life coaching and facilitation and communication aspects inside of your retreat. Ah, she says I'm trying to drill down the one-liner for somewhere like Instagram. Gotcha. Okay. Totally makes sense. Um, hmm. hmm. I would think about what's the main thing you want to get known for. Like, I know you're going to do lots of things, but thinking about what's the main thing. If you want to get known as a communications guru, like the expert in nonviolent communication, that I would focus your one-liner around that. Think about, you know, Carrie's is all about money coaching. Uh, Nishi's is all about intuition coaching. Um, Tammy is about coaching for first-time moms. You know, thinking about what you want to get known for, like that one little thing. So maybe in your one-liner on Instagram, it's about um, helping people with with a nonviolent communication. Um, or like, I'm a life coach that specializes in nonviolent communication. Um, I know you're always... I know like with everybody, you know, that is creative, we want to do so many things. Think about ways in which like you can do many things and rope it into one. So for example, I do business coaching, but I also, I indirectly teach intuition. Um, I teach a lot on connecting with the universe, like listening to your downloads and, uh, you know, following what feels right for you. I kind of teach... What else do I teach? Um, other things I'm, I'm passionate about, like lifestyle, like I'm passionate about like living your own life, doing things on your terms. I teach like self-worth, being in your worth, you know, charging what you're worth, saying no to bad clients. Like I teach a lot of like self-worth stuff. I teach mindset, that's another thing. Mindset, money mindset, overcoming fear, doubt, worry, you know, going after what you really want in life, overcoming, um, you know, negative stories around money, rewriting your money story, having a better relationship with money, you know, owning your worth. Like there's a lot of things I rope into business coaching. It's not just pure business. So I would think about this for you, um, Mika. What's like the umbrella of what you could call it? Like what's your version of business coaching? And then underneath, you know, it's like the umbrella has all those like little metal bits that come on the ends. Uh, it's like, what are all those little things about, you know, maybe it's, so it's like the umbrella is business coaching. Then we have like intuition, money mindset, you know, fear, doubt and worry. Um, being in your worth, intuition, you know, I like kind of law of attraction stuff, just like all those little things under the umbrella, but the big umbrella is business coaching. Think about what that would be. What would be your big umbrella in your personal, in your personal coaching, what you personally do? She says, I'm not sure. Trying to see if I can fuse them for one Instagram bio such project, as in the retreats are under my main biz of my coaching workshop retreats. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I would say think and reflect on what it is that you do at the heart of it. Um, in Like if you had to sum up in one sentence what you do and, and it was like, you know, I do business coaching for creatives. Or Nishu would be like, you know, helping women listen to their intuition. Or Tammy being like, I'm helping first-time moms. Or Carrie being like, I'm helping women gain control of their finances. Like, what is the one major thing you want to do slash like be known for? I would think about that. Um, because when we have lots of interests and when we are doing things that are, 
you know, when, when you are leading like a retreat or coaching with somebody, you're using like a ton of different tools, right? So it's, I know it's like hard to get it into one sentence because there's so much there, but I think the question of like, what do you want to get known for? And what's that one thing that you want to be in that space of is maybe the best. And even if you don't have to answer it right now, but like thinking about it, you can always submit the submit your statement again for next week for monthly makeover. We can go through it again. Um, but I would see something along. You could even see something in your Instagram bio, like, um, hmm. authenticity, authentic communication, vulnerability, and healing. Yeah, I would just sort of drill down. You know, what is what does that mean? Authentic communication, um, vulnerability, and healing. You could always say like life coaching with an emphasis on. Um, nonviolent communication. And what, and when you say like healing, what do you like, what kind of healing? Like this kind of comes back, you know, like for Javeria, it might say like healing the inner child, or maybe this is like physical healing or healing from trauma or um, thinking about those kinds of things. I would just say, think about it because sometimes this can be hard to narrow down or you just sort of need to sleep on it for a while. Um, uh, Mika writes, I think my uh, little struggle right now is is that the retreats are for sure happening and I've done those before. But with coaching, I haven't started it in this way privately. So this seems strange as to say I do this yet when I don't. But retreats I am doing. Gotcha. Yeah, this is like a this is like a mindset sort of thing. Um, I totally understand what you're saying. I think you can totally still say like, I help X people do Y so that they can do A, B, C, D. You know, back in the day, like when I wrote my, when I made my website for the very first time um, and I was doing like stuff about like health and it was a health blog. I think I said I was like a wellness advocate uh, and uh, like a blogger. I don't even, I, I was like, <laughs> I just sort of picked a title like it wasn't anything um, crazy, but it's sort of like you 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 lean into it over time. Um, it just more than anything, it, it helps. It's not really your, your target market statement's not really about for you. It's for your people so that when they read it, they know where to place you in their mind. Right. It's like, oh, Kelly's a business coach or like, oh, you know, oh, Mika does retreats um, or healing retreats or oh, Mika does nonviolent communication. It just like helps them helps somebody else place you in their mind. Because it's like, when I think about, you know, my mentor, you know, she works as a hypnotherapist. And when I have friends that have issues, I'm like, oh, talk to my hypnotherapist. Or um, when I am, you know, it just helps people like think about you and that spectrum of everybody else. So they can either buy stuff from you or work with you personally or send a friend to you or refer you for like, you know, maybe doing a workshop at their head office or something. Um, but it just is about placing you in their mind. So I would say just lean into it. I know you're technically not doing it with private coaching, but if you are leading retreats, I am sure you are doing some form of coaching or supporting in ways, right? You know what I mean? And it kind of, um, it's sort of like, I, I'm sure there are so many times in your life where you have done these kinds of things, but it might not take the form exactly of coaching. Maybe this was like um, leading, for example, you said facilitating, leading a workshop. Um, maybe this was during a breakout session in a retreat. Maybe this was in a previous job. Maybe this is like mentoring the person that was, um, you know, an intern that was working for you uh, at some old company or something. Ways that you have been coaching. You probably have been doing this sort of coaching supportive work for a while where you're teaching or leading or facilitating, but now it's just about, you know, you call yourself a coach now and doing coaching, but in the past you probably were doing tasks like this for a while would be my kind of hunch. Um, Mika says, that's a good thing to reflect on. Where to place me in their minds? What will others refer to me for? Yeah, I would think about that and ask yourself, what do you want people to refer you for? Like, for example, I want people to be like, oh, you want to start a business? Talk to my friend Kelly. Um, or, oh, you want to make a course? Yeah, talk to Kelly. She knows, you know, thinking about that. And, um, you know, and I think about this in my life too. And I, I have friends that are with questions or need something. I'm like, oh yeah, so-and-so is a life coach. She'd be good for you. Or uh, so-and-so does, uh, like like I said, like she does, you know, subconscious reprogramming in her, her hypnotherapy. You have that like belief you're having a hard time with, like maybe you should talk to her or 
so-and-so is a really good uh, therapist or so-and-so is, um, you know, really good with, with money coaching, like whatever it is. Even, for example, like Christy, when, when Javier, or Suzanne was asking about uh, her um, homemade uh, necklaces, she was saying, you know, how do I do e-commerce? And I'm like, oh, Christy, Christy does e-commerce coaching, right? It's like, you're, you're thinking about that. So I think definitely just think on it, Mika. Don't, don't stress yourself out about trying to figure it out ASAP, but think about it, write another sentence and you can always submit it in for monthly makeover uh, or post it in the group for feedback. Um, but yes, it is two o'clock PM Pacific Standard Time. So thank you for, for those of you that joined me live or for, and for those of you that are watching the replay, hello. <laughs> so thank you so much for tuning in. Um, it's always such a pleasure. Keep bringing the questions. Next week we have monthly makeover, so I'm excited for that. I know we're in the middle of like winter here um, and it's cold, so keep the momentum up. Or well, for those of us that are in the <laughs> the Northern hemisphere and it's cold, um, I'm sure it's nice and warm down there in Ecuador, Mika. Um, Mika says, I get called all the time, um, friends to ask how to respond to parents or boyfriends non-violently. I think I just need to embrace it more. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. I agree. I think nonviolent communication for you and focusing on that would be great because I don't know anybody who teaches nonviolent communication. And I think it's a good niche to own. And if you get asks about that all the time, it's something you should focus on. All right, friends, I'm going to hang up here, but it was so nice chatting. Um, thanks for you. Thanks to those of you who are watching the replay and I'll catch you back here soon. All right, and there you have it. That is the Q&A with Kelly call that happens every single month in the mentorship. I hope you enjoyed this one today. I hope it gave you a little sneak peek into what it's like being a member in the mentorship uh, and the kind of questions that happen and what it's like to get your questions answered by me in a more of a coaching sense. I want to introduce more of this to the show because... I don't think you have ever really, unless you are one of my students or one of my members or a private coaching client, you never really see me in action coaching. So I want to have more of these opportunities for you to see what it's like to be coached in real time by me, just in case you ever feel called to join one of my offerings or courses or a private coaching offering uh, down the road. So just as a reminder, the doors for the mentorship are opening this January, 2021 again. And if you want to hear more about that and you want to check it out, you can go to kellytrack.com slash mentorship to get your name on the wait list. And if you want to come to the free webinar happening next week on January 12th, 2021 at 10 AM and 5 PM Pacific standard time called how to get your first or next paid client, you can go to kellytrack.com slash first client webinar. That's kellytrack.com slash first client webinar. There's no dashes or spaces or any of that. It's just first client webinar. <laughs> So I hope to see you there. It's totally free. And like I said, at the top of the show, there's only 150 spots. So if it calls and speaks to you and you want to learn how to get your first paid client or your next paid client and you're struggling to score consistent clients, come join the webinar. Uh, and at the end, I'm going to be sharing a little bit about the mentorship and how you can join this year if you want to be a part of the magic. All right, my friends. And there you have it. That is the show. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. And I hope to see you at the webinar. All right. Take care and catch you back here soon. All right. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening today. If you love this episode, please take a second to share it with somebody that you know needs to hear this message. And if you feel so called and so moved, please write an honest review of what you think about this podcast in iTunes and leave me some stars. That would truly help me out on my journey to helping millions and millions of people. And until next time, have a lovely day and I'm so excited to see you back here soon.